Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Alcina Lloyd, and this is The Daily Download. Today, our digital team will continue our election coverage by covering an article that discusses what a Biden victory could mean for housing, as well as an article that details what a Trump win could mean for the industry. We'll also cover Freddie Mac's primary mortgage market survey, which shows mortgage rates have fallen to a new all-time low. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening, and let's get started with an article written by both James Kleiman and Tim Glaze that discuss what a Biden victory could mean for the housing market. According to the duo, as results trickle in following a historic 2020 general election, results seem to be leaning toward a Joe Biden victory, but potentially also a Republican-led Senate. When asked by the pair how Biden's presidency could impact housing, Rick Sharga, senior vice president at RealtyTrack, said in a statement that a split government might be the best possible outcome for the mortgage industry as it could prevent overarching new tax policies that could impact investment and the cost of homeownership. Nevertheless, the Housing Wire reporters note that gridlock in Washington won't stop Biden's administration from attempting to push through sweeping changes into housing, where the former vice president has promised to invest $600 billion over the next 10 years so Americans can have access to housing that the candidate says will be affordable, stable, safe, healthy, accessible, energy efficient, and resilient. Furthermore, the pair also note that Biden has pledged to not only introduce a tax credit for the first-time home buyers upwards of $15,000, but has also indicated plans to reintroduce sharper regulatory teeth to agencies such as the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, alter a spate of restrictive zoning laws to increase development, build millions of units of affordable housing, and cap payments for certain renters. It's also widely believed a Biden administration would keep the GSEs under conservatorship, yet regardless of who's in the White House, Glaze and Kleiman claim observers from across the housing and mortgage industries believe interest rates will continue to hover near historic lows for the next several years and volumes will remain high, largely due to simple economic realities. There simply isn't enough inventory and the economy is too fragile for rates to increase. And our second story comes from Kelsey Ramirez and asks the question, in the event of a Trump victory, what would that mean for the housing industry for the next four years? According to Ramirez, one of the largest impacts will be what happens to the conservatorship status of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. 
She says when Trump appointed Federal Housing Finance Agency Director Mark Calabria to take the helm of the agency on December 12, 2018, the director was very clear on his goals. He was to remove the GSCs from conservatorship and define the FHFA's role without them. Ramirez says at the time, Calabria told HousingWire that the Trump administration is determined not to hand Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac in conservatorship over to the next administration, but cautioned that the process would not be easy. According to Ramirez, the next step for exiting conservatorship appears to be the initiation of a public offering, which is projected to be the largest public share offering in U.S. history, as analysts have valued the offering between $150 billion and $200 billion. Ramirez says the offering would be the 80% of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac preferred stock held by the federal government since 2008, while the remaining 20% would trade over the counter. While the offering has yet to be made, Ramirez says just last week, the FHFA released its strategic plan for 2021 to 2024, which continues to prepare Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac to leave conservatorship. That being said, Ramirez warns that a Trump presidency is still in need to ensure the GSC conservatorship really will end. When it comes to other aspects of the housing industry, Ramirez indicates that if Trump does win the presidency, he will have the strongest chance for additional stimulus packages, which could help the housing market. According to her, after the added federal unemployment benefits under the first stimulus bill expired earlier this year, some experts have begun to fear rising delinquencies from renters, while others are looking at what the end of forbearance could mean for foreclosure numbers headed into 2021. Ramirez says the HEROES Act, which remains on hold after being passed by the House, can bring much-needed relief to consumers, including mortgage and rent payment relief. Our last story today comes from Alex Roja and covers Freddie Mac's primary mortgage market survey, which shows mortgage rates have fallen to a new all-time low. According to Roja, the average U.S. mortgage rate for a 30-year fixed loan fell three basis points this week to 2.78%, marking the lowest rate in the survey's near 50-year history. In fact, this week's rate broke the previous record low on October 22nd by two basis points. Roja says this week the average fixed rate for a 15-year mortgage remained unchanged from the previous week at 2.32%, and after this week's dip, there has now been 15 consecutive weeks when average mortgage rates have been below 3%. Notably, she highlights that this week's rate also marks the 12th time this year mortgage rates have broken their own record, a sentiment Sam Cater, Freddie Mac's chief economist, said is likely due to political and economic ambiguity. According to him, despite the uncertainty, the housing market, buoyed by low rates, continue to be a bright spot. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Daily Download. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, and join us again tomorrow.